because then we end up just going week to week, month to month, year to year, wondering where did the time go and not having a single opportunity to stop and reflect if we're enjoying what we're doing to become a little bit self-aware. And so scheduling this in regularly, it just could be a couple hours on a Thursday night or when your partner's busy and you know you're going to have the house to yourself and just giving yourself the flexibility to decide on the day intuitively what it is you want to do is really, really special and very, very important for your overall balance. Dear Balancer, I know you're a determined person on the lookout for ways to live a more fulfilling and balanced life, but you're busy. And if we're being honest, that busyness often comes at the expense of your priorities. The Balance Theory podcast is made to teach busy bees just like you how to find and own your own definition of balance so that you can become unapologetic in how you choose to spend your time. I'm your host, Erica, and together, let's find your unique balance. Hello, Balancers, and welcome to another BTS solo episode. I'm your host, Erica, and thank you so much for joining me for another week of Balance. Today, I want to share some of the worst habits a lot of us, including myself, I'll put my hand up, have that we need to quit or at least get under wraps right now when we start thinking about our long-term balance. So I've compiled a list of 10 things that I feel relate not only to our physical, but our mental health that I feel not only right now, day to day, have a massive impact on our life balance and the things that we absolutely have control over, but are also things that maybe in the long term, when we're thinking about our balance for life, when we're thinking about the longevity of our lives, are all things we should really start to consider now. They're things that we're not going to be able to go back and undo in 10, 15, 20, 30 years time. And some of these are going to sound quite basic, but It's one of those things that if it's so simple, then why don't we kind of get it under control? So I feel sometimes we just need to shake off. We just need that reminder to align us and just remind us what our balance needs. The thing I love about today's episode is a lot of these tips actually cross over with the other areas of our balance. So whilst they're heavily grounded or anchored in the health category, a lot of them will cross over and relate to your relationships and your work life. And it really just goes to show that our health is the cornerstone of everything we do and how we are and who we show up in each of the areas of our lives. So I want you guys to keep a tally of how many of these quote bad habits you're currently engaging in as I go through the 10 and keep that number in mind because I'm going to set you all a little challenge at the end. All right, let's get straight into it. I just want to start off by saying that these are not ranked in any order of priority. It's just that the first half relate to your physical health and the second half kind of are a bit more skewed or geared towards your mental health. So the first one, I think collectively is a bad habit that we all have that is really, really detrimental, not only to our long-term balance, but every single day is not getting enough sleep. Now, the question of what is enough sleep is something only you can answer. Obviously, there are loads of studies done which give us a range or a ballpark or even a set amount of time. But all I'm going to say on this point is if you're waking up tired constantly, if you don't have enough energy to be doing the things you want to be doing, then start looking at how much sleep you're getting. And it's not only the quantity, but it's also the quality. So even if you're in bed for 10 plus hours, are you sleeping uninterrupted? Are you waking up? Do you have you know, an environment that's conducive to sleep? Do you have a lovely night routine that's going to get you going into bed? All of these things we're in control of, we can change instantly. We can put into practice for free 
every single day and every single day you have a chance to reset that and give it another go. I have done an episode with a sleep expert, which I'm going to pop in the show notes just in case this is an area you want to dive a little bit deeper into. But if you're someone who feels like you need to nap all the time, you have that slouch at like 3 p.m., you're loading up on caffeine, um, maybe you're using your screen time a lot before bed, things like that, then sleep is an area you may need to be a bit more proactive in to really get the most out of your balance. Now, I will say that obviously sleep is not the only factor when it comes to our energy and our overall mood, but I think it's a huge one that we can start with and at least check off as a very, very baseline foundation. It's something we do every day till the day we die, and it's something that's absolutely within our control. So this is your sign to pay more attention to not only the quantity, but the quality of your sleep and up it if you feel like you need more rest. The second bad habit I feel we all need to quit right now for our long-term and immediate balance is over-exercising. Now, this might be a little bit of a shock to some of you when I say that we can exercise too much, but hear me out. I feel like at times, and I've definitely felt this, I've had a program or I've set myself like I have to do X amount of classes this week. And that's kind of my goal, my goal post every single week. But then I'll have a week where maybe I'm really busy at work or maybe I'm just over socialized and I feel super drained. But for some reason in my head, I stick to and commit to that number because, you know, that's my exercise target. And sometimes this means that I don't listen to my body and I end up over exercising to a point where I become more exhausted, more tired. And we can obviously understand the impact that has on our immediate sense of balance. And so the point here is if you're not listening to your body for the sake of upkeeping or upholding a goal that you've set for yourself, sometimes that can actually be counterintuitive when we're talking about our balance or our connection to self. So sometimes you need to just read the room a little bit with yourself. It doesn't matter if you're going to miss a workout one morning. You know, when you're talking about working out or the reason why you work out, for most of us, it's for our overall health and for the longevity of our bodies and our minds and the beautiful endorphins that it gives us. And so missing one morning is not going to impact that goal overall. If you're obviously competing in an eight-week competition and you have very, very strict deadlines, like that's a different story. You've committed to a particular roadmap. But for most of us who are just exercising as a part of our day-to-day routine, We have the flexibility to not exercise one morning or shake it up and just go for a walk instead of committing to the program that we were supposed to do that morning and listen to our body instead of compromising that, not listening to ourselves and putting ourselves in a bit of a bigger hole just for the sake of ticking off that we've done what we said we were going to do that day. And for anyone else who's an A-type personality, I know that's not the easiest thing to do to just bypass something that you want to do or that you've committed to. But sometimes you just need to stop and ask yourself the question of, is it worth it? You know, is it worth me pushing myself through this morning to make myself more tired, which is obviously going to have a knock-on effect to other areas of my life. So bad habit, is over-exercising. The third bad habit I feel we all need to quit right now when it comes to our balance is if we have an issue, so let's just say it's health-related, maybe you know that your gut is completely messed up, you have a dental problem, a skin infection, something like that, and you decide not to be proactive with it. This is so simple. You just need to make that appointment that you've been delaying to go and sort it out, whether it's a specialist, for whatever reason, whether it's a financial reason or a time reason, you've been delaying addressing this issue that relates to your health. And that is only going to be a cascade effect. It's only going to get worse. So if that's you and you're listening right now, 
that could be quite detrimental to your balance long term. So just make the appointment. It's that simple. Number four, and this might be some of you right now in this very moment, a bad habit we all need to quit right now is blasting our headphones. Now I say this and I hope I'm not screaming into your ears, but I think the rate at which we you know, use devices like AirPods and noise cancelling headphones, etc., has obviously increased with just the nature of how we go about our day-to-day lives, how we consume media, etc. But blasting headphones all the time, even like speakers in the car, we don't think of in 20, 30, 40 years time. There's actually probably no research because across that period of time, there hasn't been a pool of people who have used headphones that consistently. But I feel as though it's probably not the most natural thing we can do for ourselves. And this isn't coming from a scientific paper or anything like that. These are just my own thoughts on things that I think we all do on a daily basis that we'll probably look back and wish we had been a little bit more balanced with our use of some of these things. So just be mindful when you're using your headphones. If you are turning it up that extra two or three clicks just to get it on full, full blast, just ask yourself if it's necessary and maybe just utilize the headphones at a comfortable listening pace, protecting our ears for the long term. All right, the fifth bad habit we all need to quit right now is taking too many supplements. Now, when I say taking too many supplements, I'm speaking to those of you who have not had this range or suite of supplements confirmed by a professional opinion, and maybe you've self-diagnosed. So when you take too many supplements, it's too hard to actually know what's working. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be taking supplements or self-diagnosing at all, although I would always advocate for speaking to a professional such as a naturopath or a doctor or someone who's trusted in whatever issue you're trying to address. But the issue when we're taking too many supplements is it's you don't know what's working. You don't know if a lifestyle shift in tandem with those supplements is actually the change and you didn't need the supplements at all. You don't know if it's one of the 10 you're taking and you end up spending a lot of money, they call it expensive pee, on trying to fix an issue when really you might only need some lifestyle shifts. Another thing on this point is often we can supplement via our diet or our food before we turn to powders and pills. Again, something you need to speak about with a professional, but I just felt compelled to share this one as one of my 10 bad habits because in the past, when I've you know listened to a lot of other podcasts or just spoken to friends, it's so easy to just try different supplements because you've heard they work for other people when really this is a really backwards way at looking at our own health because we're so unique. There are so many factors that can go into underlying health issues or things you want to maybe enhance like performance. And so working with someone who actually knows what's going to be best for you will not only save you time, but money. So don't take too many supplements, especially if it's self-diagnosed. Okay. The sixth bad habit we all need to quit right now for our immediate and long-term sense of balance is staying in toxic relationships. Now, if anybody listening has a toxic friend, family member, or colleague, you'll know exactly what I mean when I say they have negative energy and they pull you into that every single time you see them. Often it's not a question of, we'll just get rid of the relationship because I know sometimes when it comes to family and work, that's not really something that's within your control, but you definitely have the ability to determine how much energy you give back to that person and how much energy you absorb from them. That comes down to protecting yourself from understanding or working through how to let go of things. A lot of different bits you can consider when it comes to toxic relationships that you cannot necessarily shake or get rid of. But all I'm going to say on this is if you have a choice about whether you're going to be in that relationship or not, and you're extremely aware 
that it is bringing you down and it's pulling you into this negative place all the time, then that's something you need to cut ASAP because that is holding you back. It's impeding on your sense of self, your connection to yourself and thus your balance. And that's something you should be defiantly protecting at all costs. If you're scratching your head and not sure whether you have a toxic relationship, then you probably don't. A toxic relationship to me is something that's extremely obvious. It's someone who never wants the best for you, is always tearing you down, kind of always making side swiping comments. And they're the types of relationships you need to either get rid of or limit at all costs because it has the most profound impact on your mental health, on how you show up in different areas of your life. And it's just not worth it. You just don't need those relationships in your life. And on this note, if you want, I guess, my thoughts or another episode when it comes to relationships specifically, I'll pop a link to a BTS I did that was actually really, really popular. It was one of our most listened to episodes. And it was all about how to know if the people around you are blocking you being your authentic self. So I guess for people who are in those toxic relationships or if you're a bit unsure, then you'll love this episode. So check the show notes. I've popped a link there. All right. Number seven, the seventh bad habit that we all need to quit right now for our long term balance is not having enough me time. When I say me time, you can interpret that however you want, but it's essentially time for yourself doing whatever you want. If you choose to spend this time with other people, going out, doing things, that's fine. I don't want us to be too closed-minded and think me time has to be me by myself at home, having a bath with a candle. It's time where you kind of block out and just do whatever it is that you want to do. And if you don't have those moments in your week, scheduled and prioritized, very, very important. They have to be scheduled and they have to be prioritized. Then you end up running around from meeting to meeting, from appointment to appointment, doing what other people want you to do or what you have to get done and forgetting that you need to create space for yourself to just feel, to just be, to just live. And that's honestly, I feel such a secret ingredient to balance. I feel like this should have almost been point number one. But here we are, it's point number seven. Seven's also my favorite number. So maybe that was a subconscious timed point. But not having enough me time is the worst thing we can do for our balance because then we end up just going week to week, month to month, year to year, wondering where did the time go and not having a single opportunity to stop and reflect if we're enjoying what we're doing to become a little bit self-aware. And so scheduling this in regularly, it just could be a couple hours on a Thursday night or when your partner's busy and you know you're going to have the house to yourself. And just giving yourself the flexibility to decide on the day intuitively what it is you want to do is really, really special and very, very important for your overall balance. So if that's not something you currently have, I would definitely recommend scheduling it in like you would any other meeting so it doesn't get lost and you don't forget to do it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, number eight. The eighth bad habit that we all need to quit right now is multitasking. It's a bit of a debated myth whether multitasking makes you really productive because you can do a lot of things. You know, women can do it, men can't. There's so many points of conversation around it. But for me personally, if you're multitasking, you're not doing any task properly or to your full capacity. 
And that's really a missed opportunity to give everything to something. So if you're sitting down with your partner at dinner, but you're watching TV or you're on your phone, or maybe you're at work and your phone is turned up and you can see your notifications, you are constantly splitting your attention. And I feel like we're in the generation where our currency is attention. It's our time. So any activity you do where your attention or time is split or it's constantly distracted or you're constantly jumping or shifting between things is not a good idea for your long-term sense of balance. You probably feel a bit scattered. You probably feel like you're not committing or completing things. And that makes us feel really like nervous on edge. It's an, it's a bit of a scattered energy. And all you need to do to fix this is bring an awareness and an intention when you're doing tasks. So when you're going to sit down to do work, commit to doing that work until it's done before you jump and do other things. Now, naturally, you'll find you probably drift and get distracted and want to check your phone or want to have that conversation. But just notice when those urges come up, when those temptations come into your mind, just notice them and then recommit to doing what you're doing and keep going. And over time, that distracted brain of yours will become trained into singular focus. You can also use time blocking, which I've found to be a really, really useful tool when it comes to planning out my day, which is basically where you will set tasks for every hour of the day. Or I like to do it the other way around, have a list of tasks, and then I fit that into time slots throughout the whole day, including breaks. And I just stick to that and I give myself time to complete things. And that way I have the freedom to kind of get lost in that task. And I'm not thinking about my phone because, you know, I'll have a five minute phone break or whatever it is later in the day. And it really allows you to stay grounded and focused. And something I think is so key for our sense of balance and a really good one to use in the work setting as well. Okay, the ninth bad habit we all need to quit when it comes to our balance is comparisonitis. Essentially, this is basically where we fall into a state where we're constantly comparing ourselves to other people. I find this strongest or most prevalent when I'm using social media. You may find yourself scrolling aimlessly or without an intention and then coming off social media and feeling really crappy about yourself. Or maybe you do it in a work situation and you compare your milestones or achievements to others around you. If somebody else gets a promotion, then that turns into a situation where you're judging yourself or if a friend or a family member, you know, gets married or falls pregnant, then you instantly feel like crap about yourself and you fall into a bit of a pit of comparison. Look, it's natural. We all do it from time to time, but I think that not proactively trying to break out of this habit or not catching yourself out when you do it can leave us with a really yucky feeling, a, a really negative energy about ourselves, which obviously is not the best thing for our sense of balance. And so some things you can do to break this habit when you feel it coming up is to turn to gratitude, make a list or, you know, just have a, a pause and think about what you're most grateful for or what I like to do as well, especially if it comes to the work situation is what I'm most proud of. We so rarely stop to congratulate or be proud of ourselves because we're so focused on the next thing. And then I feel like if we're constantly chasing, of course, we're going to feel a little bit defeated or behind when other people are achieving because we're just always looking for the next thing. And so regularly stopping to appreciate the process or appreciate where you are, because I guarantee you one, two, five, ten years ago, where you are now is at one moment exactly where you wanted to be. So don't forget that because you will be where you want to be at some point. But right now you can be proud of how far you've come. 
But another thing you can do is become aware of maybe it's the things or the people that consistently make you feel bad about yourself and see whether you can reduce or eliminate those things. So sometimes it is a toxic person like we were talking about in habit number six, but sometimes it could just be something that is triggering for you. And you might need to do, you know, your own shadow work or therapy to work through why and how and whatever that trigger is. But what you can do in the interim is reduce or eliminate exposure to that thing that is setting you off. And that'll just require you tracking how you feel or whenever you feel comparison come up, just track what it is that you've viewed or spoken to or engaged in and just keep a track and see what the commonality is and then you can reverse engineer to reduce or eliminate it but comparing to others really takes us away from ourselves and ultimately really distracts us from our own sense of balance so something to consider if it's something you're struggling with at the moment the very last bad habit i feel we should all break when it comes to our overall sense of balance is consuming more than we create In today's day, we have access to more information and content than ever before. The good news is, of course, this enables us to learn and to basically do or research anything we want. The bad news or the bad side of it, I feel, is that consuming sometimes can mask or make us feel productive when often it can be really, really distracting us from our most important work. Now, I'm not saying that social media doesn't have a place for entertainment because like TV shows, it absolutely does. There's such great switch offs and who doesn't like being entertained from time to time? It's the question or the moment of when it's distracting us from something really important that we should be doing. So maybe in the form of procrastination that I feel it can be a really, really bad habit, especially for those of you who feel like you don't have enough time or you want to do all these additional things and just feel like as I said, you just don't have the time. This is something to seriously consider. And I want to say as well, when I say consume more than you create, creation to me is just creative time. And when we consume rather than create, we're taking away from that space where we can be creative. And for some people, that's going to be creating online content. For For others, it's going to be maybe like me recording podcasts, or it could be reading or drawing or doing something with your body like movement, dancing, I don't know, walking, anything creative, I think needs to be balanced really nicely with consumption. And when the balanced scales tip too far in favor of consumption, you probably find you feel really disconnected from yourself. So how we can break this habit, just some ideas. Uh, You can give yourself a time limit for how long you can consume content. And that might mean using the limiter apps on your phone or a timer, whatever works for you. I actually started doing a 30 minute per day timer on Instagram. And I found that that made me way more conscious when I was using the app. I wasn't on there aimlessly scrolling because I knew the minutes were counted. And so when I was on there, I was researching or posting content or engaging with other accounts. And sure, I had some time to also enjoy and entertain, be entertained, but ultimately it made me a lot more aware and selective with what I was doing. So I didn't fall into that endless mindless scroll. Another thing you could do, especially for people or those of you who use like a, a lot of different platforms to so say you like YouTube and TikTok and Instagram, have a think about which ones are the most enjoyable and helpful for you and maybe prioritize those over the other ones that you find a little bit more distracting. And lastly, if you have an activity or a hobby or just a pastime that you really consider as creation or like creative time, 
then block off time in your calendar for both creation and consumption. So yes, I'm saying even, you know, put in a, a 10, 15, 20 minute TikTok scroll, if that's what you really enjoy doing, if you really enjoy that content, or maybe you limit it just to your time, your commute time on the train or on the bus. And then equally, you want to put in some creative time so that you're doing something that's expressive and helps you connect to the things that you really love, which ultimately is going to bring you closer to your balance. So balances, that is my list of 10 bad habits that I think we can all start to, and for free, by the way, cut down on to work towards our overall sense of balance. I said I wanted you to track how many you're currently engaging in because I have a little challenge for you. Firstly, you want to work out how many on the list you have. If you haven't tallied them, I'll repeat them very quickly. Number one, not getting enough sleep. Number two, over-exercising and not listening to your body. Number three, having a health-related issue and not being proactive with it. Number four, blasting headphones. Number five, taking too many supplements. Number six, staying in toxic relationships. Number seven, not having me time scheduled and prioritized. Number eight, multitasking. Number nine, comparisonitis. And number 10, consuming more than you create. I want you to work out how many of them firstly you're currently engaging in. Then I want you to list them in order of priority. So which one to you is the one that's really impacting you the most from your balance? Maybe it's not getting enough sleep. Maybe it's a toxic relationship. Whatever you feel like is the most important one. List them in order of first importance to least important. The reason is if you go in and attack them all in one go, you're going to be spreading yourself very, very thin. Note number eight, multitasking. We are trying to avoid that. So we're going to pick one by one in order of importance, which one we want to attack or deal with depending on the task. So obviously like blasting your headphones, that's just going to require some consciousness when you pop them in and when you pop on a tune or a podcast, that's something you can do quite in the moment, but something more like sleep or a toxic relationship is something you're going to have to work out over a bit of time. So I want you to just choose one to start with and then slowly make your way through the list and watch yourself walk back to balance and do it for future you and your future balance too. If you guys are loving this content and particularly this episode, I would love it if you could leave us a review or rating. It really helps me get to know what content you guys are loving. Such a great way for me to connect with you and as well helps us really reach new balances and people on the journey with us. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you all on Monday for another guest episode.